0: Hi, everyone. I'm April. And I'm Sarah. And welcome back to Mixed Kid Club. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to our episode this week. Um, disclaimer, it's going to be political. So if you're not super into political topics then you can go ahead and just feel free and skip over this episode but me and april are both very passionate about this topic and we felt like we wanted to make our voices heard Um, so we're going to be talking about the abortion ban going on in texas and um, how we feel about it what's going on kind of update everyone on the um, facts but then also kind of include our own personal
1: opinions and experiences. Yes, 100%. Um, so recently, as of September 1st, SB8, also known as Senate Bill 8 and the Heartbeat Bill, um, was signed into Texas law by Governor Greg Abbott preventing women um, to get an abortion after six weeks of first like fertilization. Um, Most women do not know that they are pregnant by six weeks. The reason why it's called the heartbeat bill is because at six weeks, when the fetus does turn six weeks, um, there starts to be detected a heartbeat. But most women don't know that they are pregnant by six weeks, and they could have had a delayed period. There's so many factors, so six weeks is not enough time. And most women, again, they do not know that they are pregnant at six weeks. So hindering their ability to access health like safe and um to access safe abortions from healthcare providers that window is like closed because they won't be able to get it by the time if they do find out.
0: Right. And another key factor coming into play with this law is um if a woman becomes pregnant from rape or incest it still applies, the law still applies to them. They are not able to get an abortion after six weeks. As soon as a heartbeat is detected, it's game over. Additionally, um, Biden, the president has made a um, statement saying that it is unconstitutional, that he is in opposition of the law and the Supreme Court, has decided to stay silent and inactive on mm-hmm. this topic, which
1: um, is partially why the bill, uh, the law has been passed. And they could have stopped it before it went into Texas law completely. Like they had that ability to stop it and they did not because we have a super right majority on the Supreme Court right now, which is preventing women to get access fr- uh, free and self. Uh, free and safe abortions and health care and this affects all women especially in texas if you have a uterus in texas and if you're a poc in texas like this sad and that we're going back to the stone ages and roe v wade has been in the constitution for over 50 years and the supreme court has held it up for over that for half a century so them not doing anything and then Having these people in power who just want to control women's bodies and women's health—that there's like, yeah, we're not going to do anything.
0: This definitely greatly too. affects women of color, mm-hmm. who already have limited access to healthcare, um, and people of low income as well. It's just—it's um, definitely going to affect them and hit them hardest on
1: having abortions past six weeks. Yeah. Also, SB8 entails that at six weeks of pregnancy, if a is detected, you cannot have an abortion legally. And that they have set up this like bounty hunter style tattletale program in a way that if any private citizen or any like one from Texas who suspects you of having an abortion can report it and they can bring you to court. And if they win that case, their legal fees will be covered completely by the state of Texas. And they can accuse anyone of having an abortion and anyone who helped anyone have an abortion. So if that is your parent, your friend who helps you pay for it or drive you to uh, doctor's office. Your yeah. physician can be sued. Um, you can be sued, and anyone who tries to help you can be sued. In yeah, trying to get an abortion.
0: I think the message, uh, the message Texas is trying to get across to women is that their body is not is no longer within their control, and that the government can control women's bodies and women's choices. Um, And I think as well, um, there was a great statement made by a actor. He's from Jane the Virgin. I'm blanking on his name, but he has done great work with um, kind of, explaining toxic masculinity, and he's just, he's really awesome. He's done, I really respect him and his voice, and he made a great statement. Um,
1: I saw that earlier today, actually.
0: Yeah, so he said that there is a reversible vasectomy that men can receive, which means that men can still be fertile, or not fertile, that's not the word. (laughs) Men can still, (laughs) produce offspring with this visectomy because it's reversible. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, instead of the government saying, hey, guys, every man in this state should get a reversible visectomy as well as the abortion ban, what they're really saying is we're
1: targeting women. Mm -hmm. And them forcing to have a child. Or have something grow inside your body for nine months and then it use all its resources and sacrifice your body and then push it out, have a C section, whatever, and be like, Here, you have to take care of this, no aid, nothing afterwards, because they just want to control you and they don't they don't care, which is disgusting. And yeah. Justin Baldoni, that's his name, the actor. Oh yeah. Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I saw his TikTok earlier today and I was like, he put it very well. Mm -hmm. I loved how he put it. Um, But yeah, I think men should get a vasectomy because you have all the unprotected sex you want without getting pregnant. I mean, that does not protect against STDs or STIs, but... Protects against... If you have pregnancies. pregnancies.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. in In this law and in this ban there's no sense of accountability for the men. There's no sense of, you know, solution to, well, you know, sex is obviously how a person becomes pregnant and there's no sex. Isn't just happening for, from one perspective, from one side of women it's happening because of men and women um, in order to get pregnant. Um, And so, there's no sense of accountability on the male side. Other side of the argument on the other side of the argument, there is the idea of, Oh, well, if the mother doesn't want the child, then once the child is born, she can simply put him, him or her, or up for adoption. And that's true, but pregnancy in and of itself is such a, um, such a risk mm-hmm. for women, as well as it's taxing on the body. And um, there's not there's not a hundred percent chance that the child is going to be born without the mom being at risk.
1: I know pregnancy is still one of like the highest risks for women in their health, and to go through that and to force someone to do that is, is more, yeah. the
0: cost of having a child and the cost of being pregnant is it's not cheap it's not affordable for every single person so if you're going to have a law that bans abortions then I think there also needs to be health care compensation for birth and for the hospitalization of these moms who are having these children Mm -hmm. and um you know pregnancy products should be at a reduced cost because being pregnant and giving birth is not cheap
1: (laughs) and And it (laughs) was yeah and not every woman has a spectacular pregnancy either a lot of women have a very traumatic pregnancy and they don't want to go through that again or they just don't want to go through that and that's understandable and there are women who have health conditions that being pregnant could jeopardize their life literally and um i just find it funny that the pro-life argument is like we want to save lives but you're not you're literally not you're putting more ri- lives at risk yeah
0: I, I also think there's a similar debate, you know, to compare it to, um, the mask mandate. There's the argument of, I don't want the government controlling what I do, what I choose to do and how I choose to protect my body. Mm-hmm. And that's, that goes hand in hand with, I don't want the government to decide what I choose to do with my body. That's the, they two sides of the same coin. And so when you're asking the government to, to not mandate masks, to not take away the choice of what you choose to do with your body or what you choose not to do with your body, you should put in consideration the same sort of, um, discussion for women and what we choose to do with our bodies or not do with our bodies
1: yeah and going back to your point of yeah woman could put um the child when it's born up for adoption but the system is like not good they would go in the foster care system and what they aged out and how they support themselves the government system is not built for this excess of children or anything and they're already doing like the government is already doing a shitty job of trying to support children that are in these systems. Right. And they just, they don't have the resources. They don't have the money whatever, or they're not putting enough people or resources into it. And they can't support these children. Right.
0: Also, I think there's, this is obviously not anything factual. This is just my personal experience. Um, I think there's such a stigma around abortions that it needs to stop. It 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 is a personal choice, just Mm -hmm. as anything is a personal choice. If someone chooses to have an abortion, it can be your belief that they are a murderer, or you know, but that's still at the end of the day their choice. I was a freshman in high school, and we were having a discussion about um if we got pregnant, what would we, what would we do if we got pregnant right now? What would we do? And I said, without missing a beat, I was like, I'm getting an abortion. (laughs) I am not ready to have a child. I'm not ready to go through pregnancy. Additionally, my mom went through some traumatic experiences with her pregnancy and heaven forbid that that is passed on to me genetically. Um, But I just knew I was like, I would get an abortion and everyone looked at me like i had just said that i was literally a psycho murderer <laughs> like they <laughs> looked at me with such like disbelief and i was like well you know that's that's just my choice that's the way that i view my body and what i have in store for my future and my life and that's different for every single person but at the end of the day we shouldn't be stigmatizing this thing that is a is a personal choice and a constitutional choice
1: yeah and first of all like law should not be on anyone's health or their body it should and this doesn't affect anyone but the woman who is carrying a potential like who is carrying a potential child or carrying this fetus like it does not affect anyone else and you deciding to have an abortion is not going to affect Karen who's saying that, Oh, it's a life, but no, it like, I just don't get that logic. Like, does it affect you personally? How is this going to impact your life completely? 100%. Like, how is this going to like, is something going to come crumbling down? Is your house going to come crumbling down? If I don't have this child, like, please tell me, are you going to go broke? Like, seriously, what is it in your life that will affect My Like, me deciding to have an abortion. Like, where is that? I don't understand that logic. Why is it people thinking that, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever and this affects me so much? It literally does not. It only affects me and my choice. Right. And I have to deal with everything that goes with it. You don't have to deal with any of it. I'm the one dealing with it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand people's logic when they say that kind of thing. I'm just like, what? And if I like, I don't want to get pregnant. And if I did, I would have an abortion because I got things in my life that I want to do. Like, I'm not ready to take care of a child. I'm still working on myself and my mental health. Like I'm not ready to have a child. Right. So being forced to have, if I was forced to have a child, like that's scary. Right. And also that, this bill is not going to stop women from having uh, abortions. Like it's just going to stop having safe ones. Right. Like you can go to the doctors and you can discuss your options with your doctor and how to have an abortion. Right. That's usually how it goes. And it's safe, clinically safe and everything. But now with this bill, this prevents from women having that safe access. So they're putting their risk at life even more, trying to, an abortion that may or may not be safe or trying to figure it out.
0: At the end of the day, I think we can all have our opinions. We can all be pro-choice or pro-life. We can have our religious beliefs. We can have our political beliefs, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when a law like this is passed, it takes away the choice. It takes away the idea that we can believe and choose whatever we want and we have that freedom but what it's really saying, this law, this heartbeat act, is women don't get a choice unless they know six weeks by six weeks. Yeah. It's pretty disappointing. I I my heart goes out to all the women in Texas.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyone who has a uterus in Texas, my heart goes out to you. Yeah. Um, There are some resources. Um, I don't have a bunch, but I do have a hotline that if anyone needs to go to, um, I found this on ProChoice.org on the National Abortion Federation. There is a hotline that you can talk to. Um, The number is 1-877-257-0012. They are open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you need an abortion or need help finding a place that to have a safe and effective one, um, I recommend calling this hotline in order to get some help. Um
0: love to Planned Parenthood, they do a really good job yes. of taking care of women and insurance and healthcare and stuff like that and costs. So feel free to look at your nearest Planned
1: Parenthood. Yeah, and if there is not one near you or it's hard to find one, or if they were closed down, you can also visit the Planned Parenthood website as well. I don't
0: think we should drag this episode out too long either. Yeah. We really just wanted to, um, you know, if you haven't been hearing about this, now you have, and we wanted to kind of explain what the Heartbeat Act is, what's going on in Texas, um and also add in our own personal opinions and takes on it um so thanks for listening
1: yes thank you um don't forget to follow us on instagram at Mixcape club we are trying to do these weekly again so we are hoping but we are in two different coasts now and um time time differences work and school so it's a big hot mess but we're going to try our best and we hope everyone enjoyed this episode and Have a great week. Yes. Bye. Bye.